It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. Team Bear Sports Podcast. Another big episode, more Bear news. I know we were on that drought for a while with Bear news, then we had the draft, and now we kind of held off on the podcast. Uh, we're recording it a couple days later because we have the Bears 2022 schedule release. I mean, they have like a release party, they have like a release show, but they it always comes out before the show airs. So why do they Which, even have that? Yeah, I was going to th- thank you for mentioning that because I was like, what's the point of all this getting beefed up if I'm just going to know about it at lunchtime? Exactly. Like the March Madness show, like it, that'd be lame if we found out the bracket placement for all the teams like before the show. But the show is like the actual like big release. Like you don't know up until that point here. It was like, yeah, everything was getting like leaked out at what? Yeah, I, I, 9 a.m. I mean, and 10 a.m. I live in the city of leaks, and I've never seen more leaks with the NFL schedule than even in D.C. Exactly. So. And I think the show aired like an hour ago, 7 p.m. Central Time. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew about this when I was still at work today. But anyway, just a little side rant. But I don't know. How do you want to do this? Boys? You just want to go game by game down who we're playing, or do you want to say them all at once? I, what's the format you want to take this? Let's do a general consent. Like, yeah. How are we feeling we're gonna, first? We're going to do a game by game a little bit closer to the season, right? We did two last year. We did like a pre of what we are actually thinking, and then we did a deep dive. We never we did. I, we think, we need, I, I think we need to stretch that later into the summer when we're you know scrounging for some football. Yeah, yeah. when, when the Cubs, we got, Yeah, because we got tired of talking about the Cubs in their fall. Yeah. I I just thought that the the thing that stuck out to me is that one I, I texted you guys immediately week fourteen bye. What the hell? Have they late. always I, had a week fourteen bye? I feel or is yeah. it just the new. I don't yeah, think that it has there been in regular. Uh, yeah, sixteen game. Yeah, there's well now with the 16, I but there have been like late buys with like a week 12, week like week 11, week 13. But I, I but I mean I, we've only had one season of 17 games, so don't tell me that it's always been around. There have been like week buys even with like a week 16. I don't think there's been one with like a week 14 to a week week 16. Week you know? 14 sucks. This is the yeah, last especially buy, the first this is the last especially week. with a first year coach. Like I don't like that at all. So this is the last week of buys, right? Like there's no more week 15. There's no yeah. buy. Yeah. I would have. There can't be because of fantasy. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, Literally the last you could get. I mean, not not that it. I mean, matters. We're not like we're gonna be like oh looking forward to, to a fresh our guys. Week, but. A good week buy is like week seven, week eight. Right. I know it's cliche because it's more in the middle. But, like, there were times, like, in 2018, the Bears had, like, a week four, week five bye, and that sucks, too. Why couldn't we have this bye week with Nagy? Like, we wouldn't have to have that whole, oh, like, never wins after a bye narrative until week 14. But now Iberfus gets screwed where he's got to keep his guys. The one thing that is cool, like, on the outset, you look at it and you go pretty much the entire month, late month of November and December, we're at home. We have... Packers, by Eagles, Bills, and all those games I just mentioned were at home. So you're at home, 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 because you're including the bye right there, right? But originally I was like, oh, that's cool that we can kind of get in a rhythm at the end of the season. One, why do you want to get in a rhythm at the end of the season if you're not a playoff team? I guess two, those are three playoff teams, too. Yeah. Two, if you look at the beginning of our season from week four to week uh, from week four to week eight is hell just because you got you got to go to New York. Then you got to go to the Vikings. Then, yeah, you get to play at home, but you have to play at home on Thursday. So you have the short week. So you don't even get the benefit of being at home, really. Then you got it. So, again, you just went from East Coast to, to Midwest back home. Then you no, go. See, no, see, that's that's the thing. The Bears. So. To disagree with you, I heard this stat today, actually. The Bears had the third least amount of travel time out of anybody in the NFL. 
So they're not traveling at all when it comes to like time zones and like anything like that. Like you got to remember, like I get what from, you're saying, but a, a I flight think... from Chicago to New York is an hour and a half. I I understand that. I'm just but saying. you gotta. This all affects the player. Yeah. I mean, I would. I'd rather not. Like Seattle has the most. Seattle Seattle has to cross 64 different time zones going back and forth this year. And I saw right. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh doesn't have to go like anywhere. I get what yeah, you're, I get no. what you're saying in the overall time that you're traveling. I, I, That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you go East Coast, Midwest. Then you get you get your home game, but your home game is really just a short turnaround. Then you got to go back to East Coast. Then you got to go to Texas. But then All you're not back you're not to back hours. to back. To you're back. not losing hours in time zone or sleep. Right, because Dallas is in the central I'm not time zone. Talking about actually, time, man. It's just the it's that, the the taxing it's better, process it's better, of okay, traveling. Wait, 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 hold on. Time out. Last year was way worse with going away, home, away, home, away, home. I'd away. rather do that. Is what You're I'm trying to say. You're insane on that. No way. I'd You've had every week different. I'd rather don't get. Any I'd rather. Th- I'd rather that it then. Week four through eight, pretty much the deciding part of the season. Now, again, we know that the Bears aren't really going anywhere anyway. But let's say you were week four through eight. You want a favorable, some favorable home games. I'm t- that's talking about that's five weeks at the very beginning of the season where your only home game is a Thursday quick turnaround. That's just I, I'm not talking about. Yeah, but you're time. you're in Minnesota. It's not like you're traveling so far away. You, Again, and you're bringing, you're like bringing it back to the time. <laughs> I'm like, not talking it's, about it's, time, my dog. It's, it's We're talking about like, time zones. I mean, Minnesota is still not like even – I don't think Minnesota is going to win the division, nor do I think Minnesota is even going to be a playoff team. Well, I, I I totally get what you're saying about like you're not going from uh, mountain you're time to You're not going from like time. San Diego to fucking – For Buffalo. me, I think that unless you're talking about London – it doesn't matter. A travel day is a travel day, regardless if it's three hours or an hour and a half. I think it's just it's the same. Well, and you got like just I know these guys are athletes and I kind of get what Jackson's saying, but I also get what you're saying, Tim. Just like the process of like having to pack and get on a plane, get off a plane, get to the hotel, go to, go to meetings like you don't have any sense of, you know, being home and you don't get to like go to your apartment or go to your house. And just you're kind of always on the go. That's got to be especially for a young team. It's not like this. It's a big group of guys that have done this and gone through the process. It's, it's a young team. A lot of rookies, a lot of probably, you know, undrafted free agents on the team. They're not used to that. Like, okay. The first two weeks of the schedule are rough, right? The Niners, obviously they should have been the, they could make the argument that they could have been the, they should have been the Super Bowl last year. I think that, I think that, I think that Texans team is better than our team too. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that. I I mean, Mills was better than Fields last year. We'll see what happens. You know, it, that that's a home game, but the 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 Giants were a train wreck last year. The Vikings are not a good team, even though the Bears are not a good team. And then you go to, to you face the Commanders. Yeah, it's on Thursday night, but like that is a soft part of your schedule, right? So you have to take advantage of those games. Now, do I think it, it, I mean, it depends how the Bears start off and if they look competitive against the Niners and Green Bay. Like, yeah, it's different if they're able to steal a game in that in one of those two games. Then then we're talking about something completely different. But like, I think it is dumb to think that we can't take advantage of this schedule. Like there are pockets where they can get hot. And yes, the Bears do technically, based off a win percentage off of last year, have the 24th easiest schedule in the or the 24th hardest schedule in the league. Now, that's in hindsight of what happened last year, and obviously schedules always roll over based off people's records. But like, I don't think this is a terrible schedule based off of travel and everything. And I think what I guess you're gaining is this would be an even easier. It would it'd be an even easier schedule. And I mean, not saying that the Bears are going to do anything this year like we've all predicted. That if there were like a few more home games in there, it would just seem like it would be. They have one easy. extra home game this year. I know. I'm just saying, like, in that portion of the schedule. I just said, I, all I was originally trying to say was that I wish the 
the 13, 15, 16, if we're going to just have home, 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 I'd much rather that be in the front part of the schedule when you have a week 14 bye. So you're basic, you're getting that buy when you're also at home. So yes, you're going to be fresh as hell at the end there, but that's at the end of the season, you know. Like I mean, the the thing was the 13, 14, 15 weeks. Like those are all, those are all northern teams, right? Eagles are used to playing the cold. Green Bay's used to playing the cold. Buffalo's used to playing the cold. So you're you're not getting the benefit of the doubt of like getting like Houston or um. Miami or anything like that. Like in, in Green Bay, Philly, and you play you know, the Buffalo. Niners and the Texans and the right. at home they're, when they're it's the, when it's theoretically the warmest. Right. I was gonna I was gonna actually bring that up. I saw a uh, a video today of a guy saying that as a Bears fans, you know, if you're going to the game, you really only get what three home games before the weather starts to get really possibly shitty like you got the Niners game the Texans game and the Commanders games all like probably going to be decent weather then after that it's like November 6th you don't know if it's going to be nice out or it could be raining you know, 10, 10 degrees out or sleeting right. so I mean as a fa- as fans going to the game you're kind of really if you're looking to go for good weather and I know that it's it's bare weather and all that but still if you're just a fan wanting to have a good weather at a game you really only got possibly three options and one of those three options is on a Thursday night where you might be less inclined to go to the game because of work. Exactly. Yeah. So, and the other two are the first, the first and the third game of the season. So it's, I mean, they'll still sell out that game. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, yeah. weather's not going to scare anyone away, but I'm just pointing it out that if you want to go to a, a Bears I game mean, and not, no, that's a good point. Off. Like, so <laughs> Flora and I were talking the other day and we were both like a little drunk and it was like, um, you know, I, I made the comment like, man, my ultimate birthday gift would be like just going home and going like a Bears game and like tailgate with my friends. And f- she looked at me and she was just like, God damn it. Like, she's like, I kind of had that planned out. And I was just like, oh, I did. I did not mean to spoil like possibly like an early birthday idea. But like you look at the schedule now, it's just like there's no way we could fly in on a Thursday night to catch that game. It's like the game that you would have to look at would be Miami, which is November six. Like Kevin said, that could be yeah, it's hit rainy. or miss. You know, that could be rainy or sixty degrees. Yeah, and, and playing the Dolphins, it's like you kind of want that to be shitty weather because they're not they're right, Miami they're fast. Yeah, but Miami, yeah, Miami's a pain in the ass team. I'm a fan of a lot of noon games. That's what I see, and I'm happy. Well, that's okay what, with the one o'clock games. Yeah, is that that's what eleven your time? Uh, ten a.m. until uh, whenever the hell daylight savings is. So who knows? Mid October. I mean, the earlier the better. Yeah, the earlier the better. I mean, especially after I, the Sox, the Sox being on that breakfast baseball on NBC. I enjoy watching sports. Early in the morning, that's nice. Love to see it. So hey, I'm week one last year, Sunday night football, week one. You get to everyone's so excited. You're at a bar watching all the games with everybody, and you're like, "Where's my team?" And then you get to watch them just lay an egg on national TV. Yes. Week one. So yeah. You're waiting all that time, and you see them lay an egg. Yeah, like East Coast. If you're a late game, like 8:30 starts. That's it's brutal. It's What's brutal. with the yeah? And then another Sunday night football. Why do we always get the Sunday night football against Green Bay? Like at Lambeau, at Lambeau. Well, that and why, like within the first three weeks. I I guess it's so that Chris Collinsworth gets a chance to gush at Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. The only time in ten years that we've been home against the Packers on Sunday night football was the season opener in 2019. And it could have gone so differently. Where we lost ten to fucking three. At least bad I will say game. the good thing we about lost the bad baseball game. Good thing about the the fourteen week buy or week fourteen buy is that thank God it's after the Packers at home and soldiers. So he I, rams I mean, it down I our throat. We can just, just take tuck over. our tails away and hide. <laughs> I think it's just so weird that we're ending the season with the Vikings in Again. Chicago, though. Yeah, I. I but, I know because like, usually we always end in Minneapolis. That that is true. I I know I predicted the Vikings. Like I said, we kind of talked in our little group chat saying that uh, 
what predictions do you have? And I had, well, we're going to play the Vikings at the beginning of the season, or first game, I think is what I said. But, yeah, we always end. The, is there a reason we always end with the Vikings, whether it's home or away? Is that just like – So I NFL read an article. A lot, of, a lot of it is based off, like, al- algorithms. Uh-huh. And, like, if there's, like, a consistent trend, they try to keep it to that trend. And that's usually one of the trends that they do with Bears and Vikings for some reason. They always like to have it at the end of the season. Well, it seems like they're always sports has to be a writers. Sunday night Green Bay game at the beginning of the season. So sports yeah, that, writers, that algorithm's keeping it consistent. That's for sure. Sports sports writers hate it because Minneapolis in like mid October is like supposed to be like gorgeous out, and they they every time they go to Minneapolis when it's like late December January, it's fucking miserable. Oh yeah, I mean at least they got the new stadium where it's not. Well, I guess it was indoors before, but at least they're inside. So I guess there's that, but I know what you're saying. I would, I would not want to travel up there in Minnesota in early January. No. Are there any games on the schedule that you are just like looking forward to, whether it's because there's a, a matchup or any other particular reasons that you're looking forward to? I, I'm looking forward to seeing the Bills game. I, I think that'll be fun to watch. I know we got a buddy a Saturday a big game. Bills fan. Yeah. Saturday um, game. The Commanders game. Commanders, obviously, because you get to see that team in person. I'm looking forward to we get to we get to play against um, what one, two, three of the starting QBs that were picked in the same draft as Fields. Trey Lance with the Trey Trey Lance, not possibly Trey Lance with the 49ers. I guarantee you he should be starting week one. Mills with the Texans. And then uh, what's what you call it? Uh, okay, Zach Wilson, Wilson with the Jets and Mac Jones. Jones. That's four. Oh, Mac Jones, four. There you go. So that's pretty cool. When does if that they, happen? I hope I they mean, win all those games. If they don't, if they only win four games, I hope it's those games so they could say that Justin Fields is the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Although I, 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 I will. Although you might be right. They could steal one from Green Bay. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. You might. Yeah. You might be right there, Jackson, because they might do like this thing where Trey Lance doesn't start this season, but I don't know. A similar uh, scenario that Justin Fields was in, where they went with. Uh, I saw him play in Arizona, and he's not very good. So. I mean, that's like, that's what the reports say. On, that we can shit. On, we can shit on Jimmy G as much as you can, but like. The guy does win football games. It's not it's not pretty. Believe me, it's not pretty. But the guy just finds a way to beat. It's like, holy shit, this guy's in the NFC Championship game again? Like, what the fuck? This guy's like, in the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, he's like Joe Flacco, you know, not flashy. Obviously, played with great de- plays with a great defense. Towns I mean, Flacco's him. got the ring, though. That's, that's, that's true, but difference. I'm saying, like, yeah. he's not. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of, like, skill level, I'd say they're probably similar. Oh, I don't um, know about that. Flacco's got a cannon. We could shit on all you all you want, but Flacco had a gun. Just throw it deep, baby. Uh, anything else that we got? Packers, Texans, Giants, Vikings. I do hate Sunday night football in Green Bay, though. That's it's like death taxes and losing to Green Bay on Sunday night football in Lambeau. I'm I'm interested in seeing how the Jets are this season. Because, I mean, everyone said that the Jets had a great draft and they've got Zach Wilson in year two. I I mean, I, mean, I think that'll be a fun game. I, I mean... That's in New York, right? It seems, Yeah, it seems like the Jets are... They got a good offensive and defensive line. Yeah, it seems like they're, yeah, like, they're where young. the Bears want to be next year, in my like in my opinion. That's how they... The trajectory <laughs> they want to go. And And defensive coach, too. Yep, yep, absolutely. He's young, too. He's younger than Eberflus. I, I, and I know I kind of already said this, but I like the noon games, but I like that pretty much after that week seven, I know that week 18 is time to be decided, but, uh, to be decided or whatever, but after week seven, every the entire rest of the season's noon, 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 noon. Because so I, I hate having like a, a week where, okay, like, oh, week two, we're at noon, and then it's a Sunday night football. Then it's a Monday night. And then you just, you're never in a groove. Get me in a groove. I like right. to just. I'm with you on that. Yeah, well, I think the like... flex, when does the flex start for Sunday night football? It's like after Thanksgiving. <laughs> we ain't. Usually. Yeah, we're not getting flex. Yeah. We're not <laughs> no getting flex. flex. And, yeah, we're not absolutely not. But I, I, I do think there are pockets where the Bears can go on a run or pull off. Like, it depends how, it depends how they play. It depends who gets hurt, you know, whatever. 
like Dolphins, Lions, Falcons, Jets. That's something I, they could go three and one on. I I like I'm looking at these rot like just not looking about if the Bears. I mean, because anyone can win any game. The Bears can win. Right, and that's that's the beauty of the NFL. But just looking at like, I and I don't know every single roster, you know, from offensive defense for every team. But just like thinking about it, the I think Falcons, these, Falcons are starting Marcus Mariota. Yeah, other than maybe the Falcons, and I mean the Lions are the Lions. I, I every other team I think is just better roster wise, top to bottom, in in my opinion. So, but then again, I could also see them going like, I don't know. Like, Six and eleven. So I, I, I mean, don't, I don't Tim know. and I, Tim and I were literally saying that if they go six and eleven, seven and ten. You kind of take that as a win. That would yeah. be that'd be my probably absolute ceiling. But yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we will give you our uh, Team Bear Sport podcast uh, overall predictions like we did last year. And I mean, if we see Justin, we, we actually were pretty close on hills, We were like actually fairly pretty close up. on ours. For switching it around like we did for one person, one person, that it was pretty close. We were actually fairly pretty close. Yeah, for a while we had like five weeks in a row. Yeah, if, uh, if we if we hold off on that and like till we after we see a couple preseason games, I mean uh, that'll change our tune. Yeah, what's our our preseason our preseason schedule? I think I saw was Kansas City, Seattle, and Cleveland. Oh, it's only it's three now again. It's all yeah. It's been yeah. They're gonna do three more. Or only three, because it's the seventeen. We always we always play Cleveland in our, the preseason. Well, I'm I'm happy that the schedule dropped because it's always fun to just kind of like see who we're gonna play, what our kind of our predictions are. I mean, and Tim, you get to you get uh, a Falcons Jets game back to back, so you get to watch the watch the game with oh, uh, yeah. with Mike and Colin and. Two back-to-back Good. weeks of just going out and two fans. Well, I'm that's Fan to, I, I, self-loathing. I want, wait, you got three self-loathing, self-loathing fan bases. Oh <laughs> yeah, freaking! I, I again, I'm just super excited for. You know, it's been I I can't tell you how long where it's been where I can't watch like the noon game week one. So I'm um, I'm down for noon week one. Absolutely. All right, what do we got next on the agenda? I know, Jackson, you kind what of... Is, warm- did, 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 what is the first NFL game? It's Buffalo and the Rams. It's pretty good. What's Sunday night football, week one? Uh, it is... Hold on. It's uh, Tampa at Dallas. Yeah, you, uh, Jack, you mentioned that yeah, you wanted to kind of talk about uh, upcoming big NFL matchups. Yeah, I think those season. are the, the big two, obviously, that you think of, like... Week then it's one. then it gets hard to to do just because then yeah, you don't know. Yeah, because I'm not following everybody on Twitter. Well, and you don't know who's good by week eight or whatever. So you go, oh wow, there's a marquee matchup in week ten. You're like, are either those teams going to be in the hunt or what? Yeah, right. I did and see Monday. A, oh, go ahead. There's always, I mean, there's always teams that come out of nowhere or drop off, and I mean that's the beauty of the NFL and the NFL schedule. Yeah, if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt or whatever, then it's like you don't care. I saw Monday they're bringing, wasting no time, they're bringing Russell Wilson back to Seattle. That's the most, that's the most interesting one. How do you think he's going to get? Oh, he'll like, get, he's going to get cheered. I mean, he got him. He has Super Bowl. to. Yeah, he got you to two. He's arguably one of their top two players of all time in that franchise. There's a lot of Seattle fans that like, they like Russell Wilson, the player, but they don't like Russell Wilson, the guy. He, and you would think why he's like one of the nicest dudes in the world. But a lot of people think, at least from what I've seen, kind of sold him out. No. Well, yes. Um, more so of like the fake persona. They think it's I like a fake, a fake yeah. nice Almost, guy. Like, what in like 2018, 2019, he had that video with him and his wife where he was like on the couch. He's like Seahawks. Like he woke up cause they got the deal done and he was like in bed still. Sorry. He wasn't on the couch. He was in bed. He was like him and Sierra was just like, yo, Seattle forever. And then he leaves them like three and a half years later. Well, the one thing I don't get is like, he did the whole narrative that all these like quarterbacks do where it's like, or, you know, big players that are signed under contract, but you know, no trade clause or whatever. And they go, well, if I had my, they say, if I had my way, I would stay in this city forever. It's like you, 
you are the one deciding that. Yeah, you are the only like position <laughs> yeah. that you can decide that. You you have a no trade clause. You literally you're the one that can decide this. <laughs> yeah. I can kind of yeah. see like the phony like nice guy persona cuz it's in my opinion I feel like people who like anyone who is like a nice guy, you don't need to like always put yourself out there and like be showing how nice you are and all this you know, like I get it. Like if you want to, if you have like a charity event, you want to show your face, whatever. But it seems like he's always like on TV or doing this and like making videos with Sierra. Like, oh, I made you pancakes this morning, babe. Like, you're, like it's never, it, it's never just you just do it. You got to have people seeing that you're doing it. Exactly, exactly. It's like, the what is it? The virtue signaling, right? Yeah, like I'm sure there are plenty yeah. of nice guys in the NFL, but they're not filming it or always having to displayed out there in social media or whatever it is. So I can kind of see that. I mean, I have no. Well, what was that? The last year in Sunday Night Football when he wasn't playing, but like Chris Collinsworth and all them like videotaped his like pretend game or he would like did the pretend like, like throwing the ball. Playing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, did you do, do you really do that? Like, or did you do that because you knew NBC was filming it? Oh, yeah, it's like it's like the J.J. Uh, Watt, like, during uh, Hard Knocks, like, staying after practice and hitting the bag an hour after the practice ends. It's like, all right, is it, it – are you really doing that? Or, like you said, is it because the cameras are on you and you want to – we don't know. We don't know I, I, don't, I don't blame you for doing it. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, it's, I like Russell Wilson. I think he's a baller, so – do you, I, I, we're kind of on a Russell Wilson tangent, but do you think he lives up to, not the, I mean, he already has lived up to like great. He's a Hall of Famer. But do you one think of that his, he one of his receivers season? just got arrested? Hey, Alabama wide receivers are Jerry not Judy. doing so hot right now. Did he really? Yeah. Yep. For like what domestic else? violence thing or whatever. Oh. But I, I don't think it's like, it's, it, it, it sounds fishy, whereas he might be 100% innocent. Or innocent. However, it's not a good look. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm, I mean, I, I saw on, uh, I think it was Twitter, it was like Alabama wide receivers. You have Jerry Judy, uh, Calvin Ridley, Henry Ruggs. Not a good look. So yeah, Everyone could be uh, Julio. Yeah, I, I'm just going back to, to Russell Wilson in Denver. I don't think, I think that it's one of those like, Free agent moves were like he's good, but like it's he's not going to play as good as he did in Seattle. It just do you I don't think, think it's it'll an, work out. do you think it's an Elway signing? Just because like Elway is so big on making sure they have a good quarterback, and he's, I think he doesn't even have to play that outstanding post, post Manning. They've had nobody, and that's all been on Elway because he's their GM, right? Elway's their GM. That's what you get for drafting Penn State quarterbacks, man. Who who do they draft? Hackenberg. No, Hackenberg got drafted by the Jets. Oh, he didn't? Yes, he did. How much do you want to bet? I'm pretty sure it was uh, Denver. He, no, he went to the Jets. Oh, no. But uh, whatchamacallit? I don't know, dude. I, I feel like he, he's he got a good team. He doesn't have to be like as— They're young. Yeah. He, didn't, he doesn't have to be—he's got that complete team with the defense that he had when he was a rookie— young quarterback in Seattle. So I, I, you can put some stuff together. But they, I mean, they came I, up. They, came, they, they all came up together, right? That 2000, the 2012 team, like, Oh, he was the Jets. Mean? Sorry, Jack. Mm, mm, I don't know why now. I thought he was, I thought he was, I don't know why he was the, Holy God, this guy's face is weird. Christian Hackenberg. Yes. Yeah. It's very punchable. Yeah. Mm. It's very punchable. <laughs> um, I heard now he's like a really good like offensive coordinator for like a, a D two school, which is great. But you know, yeah, good for him. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I, th- I think with Russell's, like, I think when you look at the 2012 like Seattle team, they hit on like every pick, and you know, they had that huge signing with Matt Flynn the like that same year, and then they drafted Russell. Um, when he was out of Wisconsin, like late, like I think in like in the fourth or fifth round and people are like, well, you know, they just signed Matt Flynn. Like, let's see what happens. Flynn didn't even make it out of camp, you know, and like Wilson won the start, starting spot. They get to the playoffs. You know, I think they won a playoff game that year. And then the next year they win the Super Bowl and they killed the Broncos. 
Wait, so a coach actually saw a young rookie quarterback actually outperforming the person they promised to start, and then yeah, they, they started right. him, and it ended up with good Going things well. for the franchise. Yeah, I mean, Russell was what like he wasn't like a first round draft pick at all either, and he was good at was like he was good at round, NC State. Right? He was good at NC State, and he was good at Wisconsin. I didn't. Th- I don't think we touched on it, but. Um... What do you think of Lovey? I know this we're going back to the Bears schedule. Lovey coming back to Soldier Field as the Texans head coach week three. That's right. He's the head coach of the Texans. That's pretty Texans. badass. I, forgot. I was at the game against the uh, Buccaneers when he came back. That's pretty badass. Good for him. I mean, if I think as a team like the Texans that have got, has gone through everything that they have, I think that, I mean, Lovey is a guy who I think can, kind of be that interim like kind of like a dusty baker for the astros you know where he's dusty, coming in he's coming in i just saw a controversy. Dusty, i know side i saw a sidebar but dusty is now the uh, fifth winningest manager in baseball so congrats to him but you know i i get it with lovey and like i know his tenure at illinois was pretty bad but like Recruiting is so much different in college football than it is in the NFL. You can be the best coach in the world, but like you, you still got to yeah. compete with Alabama, LSU, or even in your own fucking conference. You yeah, got Ohio Urban State Meyer and Jim Harbaugh and James Franklin, like and Kurt Ferentz. Like, hey, you want to go to the NFL? Why should you go to Illinois? And you can go to Ohio State, Michigan, Penn well, State, you, Iowa. You could be a uh, sixth round center from Illinois. Yeah. And yes, Tim, you're right. He was a third round pick. What Wilson was pick 75. It was the first quarterback taken in that draft. I did not know. I just Googled Russell Wilson's draft pick. <laughs> All right. What do we got? What else do we got? Jackson. So we talked, we covered bear schedule, some notable games from the NFL schedule. What else we got? Yeah, I think it's weird. I, we've talked we talked a little bit about this, but the amount of like NFL announcers that are moving different like s- streaming services now that we could say and like networks, I think is just totally bizarre. Right? I think now you're seeing the decline of Fox because they lost Aikman and Buck, who now went to ESPN for Monday Night Football, which you all three of us even before we started this like podcast, I've always said Monday Night Football has been trash for fucking 15 years. Um, we have Amazon Prime, which is taking over Thursday Night Football, so there's no more NFL Network. Uh, and Thursday Night Football is going to be Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreak from College Football. Kirk, so I think Kirk Herb Herbstreak? He's going to do it, yeah. Street. Whatever. I've been drinking all day. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I started drinking after work. Okay, leave me alone. Um, I think he's still going to do uh, college football on ABC. It's a big weekend for him. Yeah, but I mean. No, he I, can do it. He's oh, awesome. Yeah, he but I'm just, I'm just saying that's a big weekend. And, like, he's done NFL games before, right? Because once in a while – like him and Chris Fowler would do like the second Monday night football game. I wonder if he stays with that or he ends up picking one. I can yeah. see him. I can see him picking one. If like it gets too, well, it's still always being like in the college I mean, football he's playoffs, good at but he's, he's oh, fantastic. Oh, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm just saying that's a lot. Like, that's just a lot. It's a lot um, of research. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with Tim. If there's one person who can do it, it'd be him. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I could see him maybe just st- sticking with NFL if that's where the money is and then just going back to college for the college football playoffs and like a big Ohio State game or something like that. Well, and then you also, in terms of like announcer news, you got the humongous deal that Brady got from Fox. That yeah, $375 million. Said he'll be – who is he? 375 for how many years though? I don't know the num- the year number off the top of my head, but but I mean, like, how on average, like that's all I, all I I'm asking is like, how much is he getting paid per year? Like, he's not getting th- paid three seventy five. Or when a does year. that contract start? Does that is it is like saying that like if he stops at the end of this? Year, I would have to say if he's getting because I what is it? It's probably over thirty a mil a mil a year then, right? 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to think that this is it, right? This is it. Yeah, I mean, unless, I don't know. I could see him. I mean, he's Tom Brady. He's going to decide when he wants to go. But Did they literally I, write it as, like, he, when, when, it, he, when he's done playing, he, like, they it's have 375. Like a, yeah. So yeah. there's no start time. It's just, hey, whenever you want, you're good. You're in. I, th- I think that's how it is. But I forgot yeah, who. I, I didn't read that much. I just saw the headline on it. Yeah. Do you remember who he's paired up with for who he's going to be paired up I with? I know it's Fox. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure if, have... if you're Fox, like you have to, you have to get a big name because you lost Buck and Aikman. And people but, are thinking that Brady's going to be bad at it. I'm like, how is Brady going to be bad at it? He's charismatic enough, and if he was bad at it for one week, he would end up doing like more research than anybody, right? Dude is just ridiculous. I mean, there's so many bad. Like they thought that who was the Cowboys' tight end, and they put him on Monday Night Football. When, Jason, but I just don't see that like. Brady already like has a personality outside of. Football. Yeah, I, I, you know I definitely I mean? think his personality is not like Peyton Manning, right? Who can do all those like commercials that he did for years. Like it's a different type. I think of it is. I think it is. Kevin Bur- Kevin Burkhart is who he'll, he'll be paired up with. So I think Kevin Burkhart is going to be the number one guy for Fox. So they're trying to make him. Obviously, Brady is going to be the next. So. So in terms of like if if so we got the five pairings you've got you know the future pairing of Burkhart and Brady you've got Nance and Romo you've got uh, Herb Street and Michaels Michaels and aren't they trying to groom uh, Breeze for NBC I know I I heard that's it's going to be Tarico and Collinsworth still but isn't oh okay and, yeah. I, and then Maria, that, Maria Taylor is going to be the host now for Sunday Night Football. Good for her. Colin, Collinsworth doesn't want out. Collinsworth is good at his job. I mean, people. Oh, shit on him. I, 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 I mean, he's that. annoying, I, but I, like when it's he, when it's he, not he, when it's not a Green Bay or the Rams with Aaron Donald, I'll watch. But yeah, he's he's very good <laughs> at it. So we're he's watching that. Yeah, well, out of those good. pair, out of those pairings, I know we don't know what Brady and and then you got Monday Night Football, which with. With Buck and Aikman, I think I think that's gonna be the most interesting one is the Monday Night Football because I think you finally get. See, I don't see why that's interesting at all. I've already heard that. But but for like Monday Night Football, but with a new backdrop. I've already I've already I've already heard that. I think now and and they're fine. I like Aikman. The problem is the problem is now with Buck and Aikman. They have to announce shittier teams, right? Because if. They were announcing they had Fox's number one game, and now they get like the Broncos and Jaguars, which I saw yeah. as a Monday night game. Like they now have to announce like plus. And Aikman, as he's getting older, that one that game where we played, I think it was against the Saints, dude. He was tearing the Bears apart, and it was like, and Good we were, him. and we were injured <laughs> and stuff. But you're just like, you're like, dude, I, I know, and I I liked it just because it it was well deserved. But you're just like. I don't think that that's your job. I think your job is to call the game. I mean, I think when you were, I think how bad was that the 2020 game where they blew? Oh, the I, and they, all I'm yeah. saying is you're telling me that you're going to get more lopsided games than you are. So, yeah, I, but I think when they look at it, like at the beginning of the year, like Monday night football is obviously not as good as Sunday night football in the, in the pairings that has been. Right, the past fifteen years, Sunday Night Football has dominated over Monday Night Football. Oh, they have the better matchups. Yeah, Wasn't there even, like a lot of close Monday Night Football games last year? Yeah, but that that doesn't mean that they're good teams, right? It's just, I mean, two bad teams could be be entertaining once in a while, right? Like, and I think that's the problem with the NFL schedule is just like you look at it and you expect like, oh, Kansas City versus you know Buffalo, this should be the best game ever, you know, and, and it could be a dud. You know, if people get hurt or injured, I, I think definitely the 4:30 Sunday night football game is are still better than the primetime Monday night. There was game. a lot of there was a lot of Sunday night blowouts last year too. Yeah, yeah that's true. So do you have a do you have a I, favorite I just, uh, do you have a favorite pairing out of like the the play by play guys? I gotta go. I I hate I hate this person, but I think they are the best because they've been doing it the longest. I think it's Buck and, and Aikman. Aikman. Yeah. I, 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 Buck, I think to me in baseball is worse than he is with football. I like Romo and Nance. See, I hate, I hate Romo. 
I like Nance, but I hate Romo. Romo is uh, hit or miss with me at times. Like there's sometimes where it's it's good, and there's sometimes where you're yeah. just like you gotta let it you gotta let it breathe a little bit. I, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, but there's other times where his knowledge is super great. Um, I don't know. I, I think Brady is a good, obviously the the a good signing because guess what? His first game that he calls, I'll be watching. Why? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, even if it's two dog shit teams, you'll watch. So it's Jacksonville and Cleveland. So that's it. That, I mean, and and he could be bad at it for the entire year, but and people were tuning out of Witten and Bo- a Booger broadcast, right? If he's bad at it, you'll still watch. People will still watch because it's Brady, right? So, see, I didn't think the last the past two years with the Monday Night Crew was that bad. I can't even like, I don't know. I, there's with, so with few... Lewis with Lewis Riddick. Yeah, I don't. Ryan mind Greasy, like, and um, the other guy who. who who mostly? I, co- who mostly? Not, co- I, co- I don't really like. I don't really. Call me an old man. I don't really like the three people. Give me the two people. Give me a. Give that me used two to be, guys that in used the, box. To be the old school ways. That used Talking. to be the old. When Monday Night Football started, that it used to be a three man booth. Not in my lifetime. So. Yes, it was in your lifetime. You just don't remember it. Not me, in my actual adult life. One guy with the play by play. One guy with the marker. Give me the jokes. That's how I like my football. They all need to be wearing the same jacket. Who knows? Maybe Dan Deardorff will make an appearance somewhere. God, no. Prime time. No. He used to do Monday Night Football with Al Michaels. And then they're like, what the fuck did we do? That guy was a fucking bum. (laughs) Is he still on? No. No, no, no. He retired like eight, eight, ten years ago. Thank God. Seems like he, it seems like Dan it was like four years ago. I know we were able to rip on him in college, but it seems like he would still oh, college. Yeah, because he get like the second CBS game, and somehow the Bears would get it and just be like, "Well, the Bears just can't hold in that situation." It's like, no fucking shit, Dan. You shouldn't hold in any situation, Mister Obvious. Well, it'll be interesting to see all these new combinations. I mean, obviously when Brady comes. A play by or a color, would you guys uh, say? Would you guys say the most intriguing is Michaels and Kurt? Yeah, I think just because it's on a new platform and it's completely new. I like watching. Uh, I I liked watching the Thursday night uh, Amazon games on Twitch. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of like the MLB and NFL expanding their horizon, like the Apple TV games for baseball. I mean, I know that that's cool. For MLB, like that's not the demographic that knows how to expand their te- their technology, uh, whatever you call it. Like old people don't know what Apple TV is, and that's baseball's demographic. But the more the more exposure, the more platforms, the better. And they both have done it long time, right? Kurt has done college football for fucking fifteen years. Al yeah. Michaels was has been doing it since God knows how long. Oh, absolutely. And like when I, going back to the, the Apple, MLB and Apple TV, like their announcers are just horrible. Like I, I just watched the Sox play the White Sox play the Red Sox on Apple TV and their commentators. Is were it just, bad? It's bad. Like it's not bad, like in terms of like the way that they talk or whatever. But I don't know. One of the, the color commentator is Chris Young, a former player. I didn't know who he was, but he was just talking. He played for the Red Sox and he would just like talk about stories that nobody cared about and couldn't remember people's names on the red. I don't know. It was just not, not for me, not for me. See, I'm not, I'm actually going to, you know, combat the Apple TV crap. Uh, because like, for instance, and this was a top post on, uh, our baseball today, Atlanta versus San Diego this weekend, right? Friday, you can watch on Apple TV plus Saturday. You can watch on Bally sports or FS one. Sunday, you can watch on Peacock. What the hell is that? Like that, I can't. That for the love of God, please. That's the one thing about NFL that's nice is like there's four different channels I gotta watch. You know, yeah, or five. Right. Like, and it's never like on Monday. I know it's ESPN. Sunday night, I know what it is. I'm glad that like even sometimes in the playoffs, I get pissed off that the different times are like the different like it's is Fox it ESPN or is it Fox or is it MLB oh. Network. Oh, and I know it's not that big of a deal because those are like obviously main no, stuff and you can find it. But that's it just, how you lose. That's how you lose viewership. Yeah. 
what the heck is this? I want if I want to watch if I don't have MLB TV and I want to watch the Braves San Diego Apple Plus TV Bally Sports FS1 Peacock who has all three of those? Who has all four? Well, I, of those? I think that's the one interesting thing about like hockey and basketball is like the first round of the playoffs is done. Like yes, there's the national streaming, you know, where you can watch it like on TNT, you know, ABC, NBC, whatever. But if you wanted to listen to like the Blackhawks or Bulls home channels, you could on basic cable. Yeah, and like that's 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 the only sport. Those are the only two sports where you can actually listen to your home announcers. If baseball did, I know what you're saying, Tim. Like if if baseball does the Apple TV and the the Apple TV and the Bally and this, if they still have it available on like the local channel, that's fine. But I that does suck. Like if you do don't have Apple TV and then you just can't watch. Your team. Yeah, I'm, other, I'm, I'm not talking local. about like, what if I, I don't, I'm not a fan of either of those teams and I don't live by either of those teams, I guess, kind of sort of San Diego. I want to watch those games. Luckily, I have, a, you know, a, a, we have our MLB TV thing, but what if I want to watch one of those games? Whereas, again, what did Jackson just say? Sunday night, he knows that Sunday night football is the best and he can watch two really good teams and he knows where to watch it. Like, it just, baseball. And you don't need cable. I get that there's 162 games, but if there's a marquee game and I want to watch it, why I have to jump through well, I think, all these I think, I think that's the other thing without Major League Baseball is like what's killing its fan base is the blackout. I think they, we can we can go into an entire deep dive of what's wrong with Major League Baseball. They obviously. need to they need they could easily change everything if they just said, you know what, screw MLB TV, we're gonna put all of our games free on um youtube Any, and Twi- uh, youtube and right. twitch all twitch, of 22 right. all of Facebook. 2022 all right. of 2023 honestly i think you end up making more money because you got to get fans you got to get those young fans yeah. like I, I i arguing with my my dad who's like a 60 year old white dude in the midwest is like, like dad listen you are the perfect dem- like demographic of baseball the problem is baseball is dying right it's a dying sport and i hate saying that it's because they don't know how to market themselves and like it is bullshit that like we all know cub fans all three of us who can't watch cub games because marquee network ended their contract with hulu and most younger people don't have cable so they can't watch cub games on hulu anymore yeah, I have I have Hulu insane. Live. And I I would watch the Cubs game if like the Sox weren't playing or like flip back and forth. But I can't, can't do it do anymore. And nope. ended this year. Ended nope. this year. Can't do it. And you're like, you're gonna miss a targeted demographic of people. Like how you want to expand your sport. Like it's like how do you? And I think the Cubs like definitely fucking up marquee network and i guess I, I i get the argument that they wanted to be like yes network with the yankees but the rollout and the deals that they made of like the targeted demographics that they wasn't wanted to bring in has just been a total failure yeah and like the thing with like football is never gonna ha- a team in uh, an nfl team is never gonna have their own network where they no and that's that's the so beautiful that's, thing about football yep right yeah absolutely i mean like you said we could go I mean, hours football, on how football, football at any level, it's college football and it's NFL football. Like, you know, what, what times and schedules and what places they're going to play. Keep it simple. Stupid. That's a great, great. Uh, I want to be drinking for, on the weekend. I just want to know when the and, guy and then you look, and, you, is. and then you look <laughs> at the ratings and then you look at the ratings like, wow, <laughs> NFL football's first. And then you look at number two. It's like, oh, college football is number second. You're like, Oh, I wonder why, because they make it easy to find games. And then, like, I know we, we could keep, like you said, we could keep going on this for hours and hours. But, you know, everyone knows the time, the the four times the games start, obviously, depending on there's a Saturday game. But you got 12, you got 3, you got 7.30, you got Monday oh. at 8, or whatever it is. Baseball. How about, how about yeah, fantasy baseball. Kev, you're texting us two weeks ago going, why is there a game at 8 a.m.? <laughs> there was a game uh, at 8 a.m.? Yes. There was. Or- I don't know. It was 10 a.m. Eastern Coast. or what? It's just something where you're just like, what oh, is going on? Was it a Red, it a Red yeah. Sox game? I don't know, dude. It just yeah, was like. I, I, yeah, I think it was um, uh, Boston Day. It was for the marathon. 
Oh, yeah. They always start like an hour later on the East Coast. It's yeah. just like on the weekend, why isn't there just the set time? Just uh, Yeah, or just like everyone like plays a game at 7 o'clock, like 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, whatever the time zone is. Keep it consistent. How about the White Sox a few years ago having a contract with 7-Eleven? So their game started at 7-Eleven. Like that's the, that's like the like, – I, I think it is kind of nice. baseball has to pull. It's kind of nice that the Cubs have started at 640 central time because then i can watch them at 6 40 or 7 40 eastern time so you're not getting that like 8 30 plus time out what's, here what's so hard about having like a third of the game starting at noon a third of the game starting at i, I think it's five just, and a third of the game i think it's so silly with baseball eight. it's like hey we want more younger vote like we want more younger people watching the game start the game at 8 30 at night no one's gonna watch it like especially like on the it. East Coast, they're gonna watch it getting ready to go out to the clubs. That's what baseball is. Or like young kids, like if they're like, hey, start, they're gonna go to put, bed in two yeah. hours. Hey, let's put on some games that kids can't watch because they're sleeping. Hey, you're gonna go to bed by the fourth inning. All right, good, good night. <laughs> how come we? How come we can't grow our uh, our game? Oh, I don't know. We gotta move on because we could keep talking about baseball and how dumb they are for. Let's pick those bears. Yeah, we got Bears, baby. Two more positions. We got fullback and defensive end, our second defensive end, who we are going to select for the all-time Bears sports team. And I don't know, where do we want to start, gentlemen, on defensive end? Let's go fullback. Let's go fullback. Okie doke. Who wants to take it away? I'll take this one. Um, This is going to be like our old, old, old timer. But the Bears are not there with this person he's got arguably the coolest name in bears history um he was also a great pro wrestler back in the day and if you look at the history of full god damn it if you look at the history of fullbacks there ain't much in the chicago bears it's bronco nagurski the dude was bigger than anybody else back then too it's bronco i mean that's who i had as well but that you had to throw in the you pro cannot have a You cannot have a Bears all-time team without Bronco Nagurski. And I know, and I get I didn't pick him, so. Well, I, I picked get, Bronco Nagurski. I can but. get the arguments <laughs> against him, and, like, like he didn't play in today's era, and the weight training, and everything. I totally get it. He did a 1,000 chin-ups and a 1,000 sit-ups, and he was Yeah, the best but it's like having, time. like, the greatest presidents of all time and being like, fuck you, Lincoln. You know, like. You got to have Bronco. And don't you have his jersey? I do. No, that's that's a story for another day. Uh, <laughs> that, that came in the the worst jersey all, of all time, which you used to have. Yeah, I got rid of it. I got rid of it. But it was yeah, definitely nice. It was a quality jersey that came in instead of the Bronco Nagurski jersey. All right. Well, Tim, you said you don't have Bronco Nagurski. No, I, I picked because I knew I, I just knew. And, I, I you know, so I was like, you know what? Who do I want to pick? I've been trying to, you know theme my team more of who could play on in today's NFL and I think Bronco's awesome but I just don't think that that is a today's NFL kind of player uh so I'm gonna go with the fullback that uh blocked for the guy we're going to pick for our running back Matt Suey oh great Penn State running back there you go he was my Uh, number two there you go I, I feel like he's 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 best friends with the guy we're going to. Did we already do running back? Score to, score to no, Super no. Bowl. Okay, well, we, well Bowl. we all know we're going to pick as a running back. Um, I I absolutely think that he should be in. Uh, that's who I think it should be. I think he could play in today's NFL. Um, yeah. He did score. He did score a Super Bowl touchdown. Sweet. <laughs> Another solid football. I gotta go, with Bronco. Bears. Bronco's a Hall of Famer. We need, we need oh, more you, Hall of Famers. You go, you, yeah. you go, you go Matsui, with the Matsui. Matsui definitely is Hideki Matsui for fullback. Did I hear that right? That'd be awesome. That'd be the guy. I mean, he, he was a huge right fielder. Put him in there. <laughs> like, there well, I think go. we you gotta add, add him to the list. Bronco Nagurski. I mean, that's who I picked. I did not even. I didn't even look at any other running, running or fullbacks. So. Bronco Nagurski joins defensive end. We already have Richard Dent. Now we're going for the man. That's, uh, that's, that's where I think it's going to be interesting because I got I had to play a little bit of 
chess on this one of how we can maximize the greatest defensive line ever. So I'll go first on this one. And my reasoning is because I want three Hall of Famers, which I believe Steve McMichael should be the fourth Hall of Famer on this list. And I hate how the NFL is going to put him in after he passes away. Like, I just know that they are, and it's going to be bullshit. Um, but to get three Hall of Famers on this list, I had to go with the defensive end. I had to go with Doug Atkins. Defensive end. 6'8", 295. He was bigger than um, Julius Peppers. You know, I think it's crazy to think that they didn't keep sack numbers until the mid-70s, late-70s. Um, and if you, I know Bruce Smith technically holds the most sacks in NFL history. Um, but if they actually cap sack numbers back in the day, you know, Doug Atkins and probably Deacon Jones are at the top of the list for sack numbers. Nine time pro bowler, two time, all like two time, all pro, all pro, uh, one on the 63 national or sorry, the 63, um, championship league or team. I got to go with Doug Atkins. He's my other defensive end. Tim, who do you have? Those are all great. Uh, uh, same, uh, same pick. Uh, he has the size for today's NFL. and Oh, he, from, he, could, he could play in today's NFL. Yeah, He's one of those and, freak players and, who could. You know, the stories of him jumping over tackles uh, to just get into the line, you know, back behind the line of scrimmage. Um, I would love to hear all the random dudes' names that he did sack. Um, oh, just some bums. <laughs> yeah, just those old timey <laughs> names. I, I, you know, you want to pick Julius Peppers here, but like he just the the fact that you know only played with the beers uh, the beers bears for three years that was the tipping point for me. Where I know we have some people like that, but it just like it just Julius Peppers is awesome, but he just never was like a bear to me. Especially going to Green Bay, uh, that was a big killer for me. So. Yeah. yeah. He's a he's a panther, and like when I think of him, I think of him as like I think of him as a panther, panther. right? Yes. And like Atkins, like he started off with the Browns, ended with um, the Saints, but he played eleven years with the Bears. Like, and Tim, you and I read his his game where they honored him after he passed away. Like, he's a bear, and like I think he is probably the most underrated, forgotten about bear on this list. Is Doug Atkins oh, and George Hallis? I believe that he's been quoted saying that he's the best defensive player that he's. Him and George Hallis almost got into a fist fight. I I read about today. That's bad, that's I would badass. love to see that's that badass. fist fight. George Hallis versus six eight six nine <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, well, I also have Doug Atkins. Uh, there's just some other names like Dan Hampton was something that I looked at. There, the reason I did not. I mean, I. After like reading about uh, Doug Atkins and seeing his stats, he that was my selection. But a tipping point of uh, not selecting Dan Hampton is because his daughter and I hear this story through my coworker. His daughter went to a middle school in the conference that my middle school participates in, and I've heard stories from my coworker and others who have coached against his daughter that Dan Hampton was just a complete dick whenever he'd like go to go to his it's, daughter's volleyball you know, it's funny. Dan Hampton there's still one more spot in that line and Dan Hampton still played another spot so he's not out of the running yet yeah that's absolutely true but just for this position I gotta go you gotta go with Atkins Doug Atkins and I thought this would create controversy because of Hampton but I'm glad all of us are great Bear fans and realized. I want to see a six-eight defensive end now. I want to see a six-foot-eight. If you watch his clips, dude, he fucking killed people. We should start. We should start uh, scouting power forwards to convert them into DNs. And I appreciate. Well, they did that with Julius Peppers, but um, I appreciate a defensive end who wore eighty-one. That's different. Even back then, that's weird. I mean, I might have him play wide receiver. He's probably better than half these than bumps and Elshon out there. Who knows? Well, well we finally have two Hall of Famers. Though. I think got, this is the first time we have two Hall of Famers back in the same in the same picks. I believe so. So that was that was a nice way to to end the podcast. Unless you guys got anything else, I think we could wrap it up. If you're uh, looking for, uh, I guess, more clarification or just more. 
knowledge of what a player goes through, I highly suggest reading uh, Tariq Cohen's blog. Uh, blog post uh, that he wrote to his younger self really makes you think about the stuff you say about some of these players when they can't get back from injury. And holy moly, Tariq, I feel so terribly bad for you. I don't. Uh, yeah. I, wow. Uh, just give your, get, do yourself a favor and read that. Um, and then also, uh, if I'm on that same vein, um, uh, sorry to Eddie Jackson. His uh, daughter just passed away. Yeah, RIP. And, Sorry to hear and that, you know, Eddie. I'm going to say this. I know we talked, we briefly discussed this. I lost a little bit of respect. I lost a lot of respect for Owen Cruz this past two weeks. Yeah, we didn't mention that. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I lost a lot of respect, you know. Well, is Kim... Is there anything like actually happening to him in Chicago sports media? Is he like banned? He got fired. Oh, he did. Okay. He got fired from that startup, which is they're actually a really good startup. I'll listen to him. Why? Why are? Why do you think it's okay that you're you know a former NFL player and you can just go out choking out dudes? I mean, I don't know. And the thing is, the guy he choked out, he he brought him on to that, and he's brought him on other podcasts. Was there bad blood or something between those no, guys? No, I, I think they, they were just like he was just they were just ball busting him from what I read. So it was just it ribbing and he just can't ribbing take and it. disagree disagreement on like certain. I think it started with like a disagreement on like a pick and then that led into ribbing and whatever. And clearly he cannot take it. it you know, we, I know we've talked about this before about the Bears not reaching out to, and I'm not going to speculate. Do you or think? Anything. Do you think that? Um, do you think that the ownership of the Bears was probably like licking their chops after that? Yeah. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. This is why we didn't. This is why we didn't offer him a job because we know he's a nut job. Yeah, I. In hindsight, he had he had everyone in his corner three months ago. It, and, in, and in hindsight, maybe they're right. Like, yeah, this is what you get when you make a deal with the devil with a person like Owen Cruz. And the fact that he like he being a former NFL player and he's not what he used to be. He's not this like big bulked up 300 pound guy. But like he went out, he went after a guy who is just some regular dude who have, who like hosts Who's like my size. Like, yeah, just a regular guy. Like I don't know what he he clearly I don't know if it's CTE or he's he can lose he can got he anger can, anger issues. Yeah, Owen Krutz could be 150 pounds. He still would be strong as all heck. He, would, yeah, he, he he literally pushed away giant athletes for a living. Um, yeah, it sucks because I love uh, I loved Olin Krutz on that a- the football after show. I liked that chemistry. See, he had I don't with, know. I don't know if NBC got rid of him. I would have to think that it's got to be over, right? Or he'll take a hiatus, or I don't. Know, who knows what? I liked him, but he's not the only one I like. I, I'm I'm cool with. I hope they just keep Briggs and uh, Alex Brown on there. I liked their chemistry. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked what Olin had to say about the blocking schemes and all that after the end of the game. Um, so it's going to be tough to uh, going to be tough to not have him. But maybe we don't need someone like Olin in the post game show anymore because hopefully our offensive line is going to not be dog shit anymore with an offensive line GM. So I, I agree with that. We don't well, have, do we sp- don't need him if. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just looking at our list right now. It's crazy to think that Doug Atkins is only our second uh, Hall of Famer on our defense right now. <sighs> well, we sucks. got we got the cavalry coming. We got some cavalry coming. We got some sucks. final picks that are going to come in. And- we're we're uh, we are disappointed in him. Are we disappointed in him enough that we're canceling him off the all time Bears list? No. I mean, I we we've I mean I've said it before, and I know Tim, you agree. Like. To an, to an extent, like, athletes are not meant to be role models, and I don't look at them right. to be, like, a moral compass. I mean, I'd still want him to lace them up at center, like, if I had him, but just he's an asshole. I think it's funny because it's, one, we made that pick, and then he had those those charges against him, so it's just like, ooh, bad timing. And then, like, I've been reading, like, well, it sucks. There's so a guy like Hall of Fame notes, and people are like, "Oh, Jay Hildenberg can get into the Hall of Fame in the next couple of years," based off like different committee votes. And you're like, "Ooh, like Jay Hildenberg was a really good center for the Bears, and he would be a Hall of Famer." So if Jay Hildenberg was in the Hall of Fame, I bet you all three of us would have said Jay gets the vote instead of Olin. 
right? We would we all would have said that. Yeah, mm. yeah, and especially if this ha- if the incident happened before, that could have peaked our swayed our inch or swayed our pick there, but. Not a good look for Olin, that is for sure. No, and you had guys. I mean, my dad liked hearing the guy would send me rant. My dad sending me when, when your almost sixty-five year old dad is sending you random podcasts on Spotify that Olin's talking in for like twenty minutes. You know, oh wow, this guy's got some clout in Chicago, and you just lost it all with choking out some random dude. So over a joke. Yep. Yeah. And he yeah. and. I mean, I don't know Olin at all, but he seems like someone who would definitely like rib right back and like give someone a hard no, time. I, but... I feel like he's a guy who complains about cancel culture, but if you make fun of him, he freaks out. He yeah. well, the this... worst the worst thing about all of it was that he tweeted that night that like Mike Tyson uh, picture saying like all you guys are soft and you got to actually like you know put hands on other dudes or something or something something along those lines and you're just yeah, like, like dude read the room yeah, yeah. uh ct it was, it, who knows it's really cool when you were in a locker room not anymore yeah when you yeah. hit fred mitchell with a 20 pound dumbbell <laughs> maybe maybe we should have seen the warning signs maybe yeah yeah you mean when you hit someone with a 20 pound dumbbell like come but, on man like, when he's playing you're like oh hell yeah that's awesome and then now you're like oh, you know 20 years after you're like Maybe he definitely had some anger issues. Some, some stinks. Thumbs off with this guy. Hey, good thing we're not in player development, right? Yeah, absolutely. But that wraps up Team Bear Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week. Um, preseason's coming up. We've got we've got uh, training camp. I know the rookies are. But keep updated on all things Bears. Catch we're almost off our rosters. That's right. We're we're gonna wrap it up. We got running back, linebackers, and a few more positions. Um, but you can always catch our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast. And as usual, team bear out, bear down. Go bears. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears!